This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Back at Apex 2022, Carm Capriato in the Remarkable Results Radio Podcast Studio, sponsored by Apex and my great friend, Andy Bissell. Hey, Carm. Hey, man. So I saw you walking by and I dragged you in here. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> because, you know, Andy and I just planned it. We've done a lot with you recently. You've recently been on the Hunt Demarest Business by the Numbers podcast. Unbelievable. Just thank oh, you. Thank thanks. you for that episode. And Andy comes up and he goes, I got more. I got more. It just, we, we ran out of time. And I says, well, let's do part two right here in the studio. Yeah. Hey, plan to be at Apex 2023, October 31st through November 2nd. Apex will build upon the incredible success of Joe's Garage, a full 10-day working environment. If you earn your living in the auto service aftermarket, then Apex is for you. Hey, are you sick of switching to email to send a status update to your customer? Really, what century are we in? Stop wasting time by working in multiple applications when Shopware lets you do it right inside the repair order. On the web at GetShopware.com. A couple of things that I know you want to talk about. One of them is the power of branding. And the other one was... The power of stepping away and letting your crew take the reins. Take the reins, the power of stepping away. So I, I know for a fact this has got to interest everyone. But the stepping away thing, just so cool. But let's go to the branding thing because I know you've been really big at it. And we have a Midwest Performance Cars hat. You have one on. I have one. I wear it when I feel like I have an Acura. And every once in a while, I put the hat on. And I feel like I'm a Bimmer driver, right? Because every time you look at a Bimmer driver, they've got that baseball hat on. Do you ever notice? Yeah. Yeah, That's that's usually because they don't have any hair. But you have hair. Oh, I have hair. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to grow it and let it just swatch out the sides. Well, I remember when you did that. Oh, jeez, Andy. Here's Tracy. She's going. She's cringing. And she she's the one who wants me to grow my hair. My wife wants me to have a ponytail someday. Hey. It's because I can. But yeah. there's this ugly in the middle thing. Right. When you start growing your hair. I know. And it doesn't get long enough to... Mine just curls out. Yeah. I look like maybe Kenny Rogers or, or I thought Chris, you looked I thought you looked good. Grizzly Adams. Yeah. Well thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We're talking about hair on the podcast. I love this thing. A business podcast talking about hair. So yeah, branding. And I have a mug. Yeah. Seven years old. That was, that was, we bought those seven years yeah. ago and started handing hey, them out. I do drink my coffee with that. Good. So Thanks. the power of branding. You never yeah. know you never know where it's gonna be. You never right? know where it's gonna be. And and someone who really got me into this was our graphic arts lady. She does all of our digital and print design, uh, advertising design. She designed our website. And she really drilled into me how important it is to your brand and your logo and that representation out in the world and what it can do for you if you have a strong brand presence. So a couple of things just happened recently. A customer of ours was on vacation with his wife. They were visiting the some of the scenes where they filmed uh, Game of Thrones in yeah. Croatia. In Croatia. Right. And he was wearing his Midwest Performance Cars autocross shirt because we sponsor the Chicago Porsche Club autocross season every year. He was wearing his Midwest Performance Cars shirt and someone, stranger, came up to him in Croatia and said, hey, how do you know Midwest Performance Cars? I take my car there. No. Yeah. How do you think the guy got the shirt? Because he does autocross. He got one of the shirts from doing autocross 
Oh, and so the Croatian guy asked him who MPC is? No, it was another American in Croatia on ah. vacation who he did not know, but this was also a customer of ours. He came up and he said, how do you know Midwest Performance Cars? I, I take my car there. I what are the see. odds of... No, there is no odds. Right, it's crazy. And so we have that really strong, strong brand. You know, our logo was on the shirt, our name is on the shirt. And then he posted this picture of him and his wife in Croatia around these sets, you know, where they film Game of Thrones and he's wearing his shirt. So that's on Facebook and that's getting blasted out all across the world. I mean, you just never know where this stuff will show up, which brings me to another point. You notice you have that seven-year-old coffee cup. I do. That's still serving you well. It is. When you do swag, do quality swag. No one enjoys the feel of a cheap pen in their hand when they're writing, right? So if you're not going to do a quality piece, don't do anything at all, right? Do a really, so that's why we do these real high quality hats and shirts and these mugs. There was a time when I was thinking of doing this and I was thinking, you know what? We're going to do NPC merch. Nobody wants to buy NPC merch. We give this stuff away to people. We give this stuff away to our clients. When we have events, we'll give it away. It's advertising just spreading out in the world. All it costs us is the cost of a shirt or a mug or a hat. It's the cheapest form of spreading your image throughout the world. Let's break the code. You invest in swag. Mm -hmm. And you've got shirts and hats and coffee cups in the lobby. Let's just say. Sure. Maybe it's behind the counter, but I've seen a lot of swag in the front Mm -hmm. in the front lobby. And I'm sure people don't stay at your place, but is there a rule inside the company that defines who gets the swag or does someone just say, Hey, I'd love an MPC shirt. So here's the thing. Yeah. I invest. Sure. But within the first week, it's all gone. If I don't have some kind of discipline. Yeah, there is a discipline, but I'll, I'll give you another example where you have these stainless steel water bottles, really nice quality water bottles. That's the kind of thing when we'll have a new customer come in and they have an invoice that their car needed a little more than they thought it was going to need, but they went ahead and they approved the, approved the order. It's a you know thousand dollar ticket or what have you, right? It could be a four hundred dollar ticket, but they're they're a little taken aback. But then we give them our great service experience, and we can tell that this is the kind of this is the kind of customer that wants to come back. We can, we'll throw in, hey, you know what? We like to have this. Take this water bottle and just a thirty dollar water bottle just blows them away. So you're defining a first-time customer, really, to me? I mean, it could be anybody. Anybody who's spending some pretty big bucks and that $30 stainless steel water bottle goes a long way. Just sweetening that experience for them. Just adding to that experience. And it's, you know what, it takes a lot of feel from your front office crew, right, to be able to feel these situations out. But boy, I mean, I would much rather hand someone a quality piece of merchandise then give them a $20 off discount coupon. The discount coupon, you know, they're like, okay, great, thanks. I saved 20 bucks. The water bottle or the mug or the hat, they're going to wear it. They're going to use it for years. So with my coffee cup and my hat from MPC, there's no other printing on it. It doesn't say Midwest Performance Cars. It just says MPC and your really sharp looking logo. Sometimes we get to the point where we were doing swag. We want to put too much in it. And I think the word I'm looking for, and I don't want to say the word sexy, but I, it's appeal. Sure. It looks good just with the logo. So the point is, is that so many shops that we have out there don't have a logo. 
design is what captures our imaginations. When we see things, that, vi- that first visual impression, yeah. design, having great design is so valuable. That's why I have a graphic artist who does our advertising, print and digital. A graphic and she also designed our website. It's a beautiful website. It's not a templated website. It's it's a custom made website that she refreshes it, you know, once or twice a year. Yeah. The power that you bring across with that kind of a strong image and well-designed layout, well-designed merchandise where you're not walking around like a billboard, you're walking around in something or using something that you like using. People love this hat. People absolutely love it. It's a really sharp looking hat. And on, the, and on the back, in very small print, it says MidwestPerformanceCars.com. That's where it says it. Yeah. In the back, just small in the back. Print. Yeah. Just but like, your coffee mug doesn't say that, no, does it? No. No. You don't need to hit people over the head with stuff. That's my, my point is, is that every time we put our name on something, we want to fill it up because we're not necessarily sure people know what, if it was CARMS Auto Service, if it was CAS. It may take years to develop the brand CAS mm-hmm. that has a, a meaning to someone, mm-hmm. but you have to go for that sure. because a lot of times less is more. Yeah. Well, I'll give you another example. We ordered new license plate frames. They just have our MPC logo and it says MidwestPerformanceCars.com. No phone number, nothing else. That's it. Just very plain because people who are driving the cars, they come into us. They don't want a bunch of writing all no, over the back No, you're of the car. repairing Porsches. You cannot overwhelm them. Right. And Audis and Mercedes and BMWs. Yes, yes. You can't. You can't. Yeah. I think it's critical. Tracy just whispered in my ear. That's what producers do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great talking piece. What's MPC mean or stand for? Right. Yeah. Midwest Performance Cars. And yeah. that gives me, when somebody asks me that, there's the opening for throwing my elevator pitch. Tell them what we're about. Yeah. And yeah. who we are. Yeah. 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 I just love it. Thank you for that very short, succinct, and very powerful branding uh, message. I appreciate that. Now, so you got to let go. I mean, the, the other the other half of our discussion here yeah. is learning how to let go. I've been hanging with a bunch of people here since Saturday. We've been here a, a lot of days. I had a chance to go to the Ron Caps race or the NHRA race mm-hmm. here at uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And too many people just, they've said, I can't work any less. And they have coaches in I so badly want to say, would you talk to my buddy Andy and or so many of the other great people in our industry that are down to maybe three days a week or that are commuting from like you, Dallas to Chicago Mm -hmm. and Brian Kelly. He's at his business three days in like 14. Yeah. And there's so many people that have figured it out. Andy, what's the secret to this? Well, so the reason why I brought this up was because just recently, this was actually just yesterday. I mean, several auto shop owners Facebook groups and then we also have a we have a small Slack channel of about a dozen shop owners. Okay, cool. And one of the shop owners uh, sent to our Slack channel I have to tell you I had a major milestone today. Angry customer and I let go. Meaning I let my service manager handle it. It felt so good. I would have come home in most cases frustrated and upset. Not today. Winning. I was so ecstatic to read this message. Because think about it, number one, as an owner, you're not letting this, whatever situation, parts, delay, irate customer, some kind of a situation that didn't, that went a little sideways. You're not letting it drag you down. You're not letting it, it taking it home with you, hidden, bringing it to the family. 
The second part of it is you're letting your team develop professionally and handle that situation. And when you can let them do that, if you step into every situation to put out every fire, you're not going to have any firemen or firewomen on your team. You're going to have to put them all out. You have to let them grow and develop. And the way you grow and develop is getting out of your comfort zone, guide them along, get them ready, get them prepared, and then let them go. Hey, look, if you earn your living in the automotive service aftermarket, Apex is for you. Now, if you attended Apex 2022, then you realize the incredible commitment that Apex has to the service professional shop owner and technician. Joe's Garage is your place to be with 10 working bays as you experience real live working conditions along with exciting demonstrations and the latest equipment presented. Also, the best tech companies from tools and repair to management software had their latest and the greatest on display. You also attended technical business management training with the industry's best and brightest. Work is already underway to make next year's Apex 2023 even better than ever with more product demos, trending training, marketing, and the latest in business management training to help you grow your sales and profits. Remember, if you earn your living in the aftermarket, then Apex is the expo for you. Continue listening as we bring you the latest from Apex 2023. Save the date, October 31st through November 2nd, 2023. If you run more than one shop, you know how vital it is to keep up with how each one is performing. But it can drive you crazy to log in and out of each shop's database as you try to compare KPIs. Well, look, stop making it hard. With Shopware's advanced analytics, you can easily pull all that data into one report. Heck, you can even set up the system to pump it out in a graph or a chart and then email it to you anytime you want. Why tax your brain before you even start looking for trends and wins to celebrate? Let the computer do the work for you. Spend less time sifting through pages of numbers. Now, once you see your business's potential right in front of you, you can take steps to make it even better. And then you can take a night off to enjoy the time you just won back. Benefit, go with the team that created DVX, my friends at GetShopware.com. So I was talking to this shop owner and all he could say to me is, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's, it's way too early. I haven't. And I said, are you developing your people? Yeah, I am. But I can't, I can't, and I can't. What's the best advice you can give to an I can't person? You're crippling your people. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for the people who are showing up every day for you. Because you're not doing them any favors by jumping in and grabbing the hold of every situation like that. I've been around the horn a little bit in small family business, big family business, big public company. And I've always known this from me. Hey, dad, let me do it. I said that internally Mm -hmm. on the inside. You know, I went to one of my bosses and says, I know I can do this on the inside. And and then when you go to the public company, you're supposed to do everything. You never have to ask. You're supposed to do. And I think that is one of the lessons that if you're listening and you can't let go, I'll bet you your people want to take on this responsibility. You've either not asked or opened up the opportunity by just go out and saying, hey, I'm going to work out in the office from home every Friday. And I trust trust you guys will be able to make every decision and if you have to just call me once a day yeah 
oh my god are you kidding me this is unbelievable amount of pressure and you got to let them get through it yeah. you got to let them feel you got to let them sweat and they have the hairs on the back of their they'll never stretch or learn yeah right Andy? they can go to all the training all the classes you want but if you don't let them put it into practice they're not going to get it down and my team, you know, I'm out here at Apex and at SEMA the whole week. My team knows I'm just on the other end of the, the phone. Yeah. Very rarely get a call because they don't need to. They really don't need to call me for, for the day to day. Do you use Slack for your team? Sure. Perfect. Oh, we've used Slack for years. Yeah. 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 Internally within the shop and between the two shops. And we do too. Tracy, I, our producer, editor, and the entire aftermarket radio network team. We're it's all great together. Tool. Oh, it is. Yeah. We love it. I don't know how I could do it without it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think texting comes close. No. Uh, not even close because it's a it's a personal private thing. Please look into Slack. I know a lot of shop owners that use Slack. Yeah. That deep end of the pool that you need to throw your people into, if even if they're unwilling, you'll find out who wants to be the leader in your company. Sure. Any example that you used in the early days as you were slowly weaning yourself away, did you go through some growing pains? A big part was getting the right team in place. Yeah. Where our former service manager before our big general manager right now, I didn't have that feeling of, of trust when I walked away. I always had, I walked out and I always had like a, a feeling in my side. It's just uneasiness. My manager now my, at our main shop who oversees both all the operations, I have total confidence in this guy. He is, uh, and because he's been, he's risen to the occasion. But you're doing things about making them better leaders. Absolutely. Please go back and listen to Andy talk about the discovery that he made on, I can continue to keep myself out, but I have to continue to train them. Yeah. And train and, and train them like they will be able to leave you. I believe if you train them so that they have the ability to leave you, that's your best chance they won't. Don't train them short. No. Train them no. long. Yeah. It's a great attitude to have. Now, are you worried that you've trained them so well that they could take that newfound talent and leave? I'd hope that they wouldn't leave, but I also feel that we've put them in a situation that is financially rewarding enough and culturally rewarding enough that they would never want to go to another shop. We know that leaving your business and letting it run on its own is a tough decision for so many. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a person that sometimes just needs something to happen in order to say, ah, this is the moment. Maybe the moment is to build an office at home. Maybe the moment is to buy the lake house that's 40 miles away. And in order for you to get your ROI, you've got to spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday there. Maybe part of the moment is to get your spouse to be saying, wow, I can't believe you're saying this, honey, dear, can you help me get there? My, my point is you, I mean, yeah, you got the house in Dallas. Was that the number one reason you said, listen, I'm out of here and these are the moments I'm going to make it. You forced yourself. Is this decent advice? Have people create the time away. Well, right. So in 2019, early 2019, my wife asked me, she was born in Dallas, uh, moved away when she was a small child. But she asked me if I would consider moving the whole family to Dallas from Chicago. Our kids were done with school. 
and except for our youngest, he still had two years of high school. He was up for moving to Texas. And I thought about it and I didn't even go and talk to my manager or any of my staff. I said, yes, I'm down to do it. I think I can make this work. You know, I've never really traveled for business. I'm up to do it. Let's give it a shot. I went into the shop like the next week and I told them, I said, we are going to be moving to Dallas. And there was a little bit of shock at first, but honestly, they have had already taken over so much of the day-to-day operations. This might have been a, a big step, but it was really a natural progression that I would be stepping out really physically as well as operationally from those day-to-day operations. And they embraced it. And I told them, look, this is going to be a great opportunity for all of you because all of you are going to be able to step up into this spot. And I want you guys to develop. I want you guys to be able to run the shop autonomously. And I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing, going to things like this, checking out equipment, making decisions about strategy. What's the best way to move forward? What do we want to get into? What do we want to avoid? Financially managing, overseeing the shop. And then ever since I mo- we moved, so that's three years ago, I keep imparting more and more information to my managers. Now we share all finances. We prepare our weekly KPI sheets separately and then send them to each other to compare to make sure that we're both on the same track. So they see all the KPIs at the end of every quarter. They see it weekly. For both stores. For both stores. So they know how much profit there is. Okay. So you're just not, in Andy's case, you may be gone for two weeks at a time. Sure. But a lot of other guys that I know are working less are working three days uh, from home or, or vice versa. Yeah. Or three days at the shop. But every one of them says we go over the numbers. Mm-hmm. So is it your system generates the data mm-hmm. and do you pick up the phone? Do they know that at 10 o'clock each and every Monday morning that Andy and I are going to have our sit down. We make it Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the discipline of making this work. We don't even have to get on the phone because we just exchange KPI sheets back and forth. Okay. So that they see what I'm filling out. I see what they're, because the shop management software doesn't exactly track like technician labor. So there's a, some adjustments that have to be made. But basically we always come out on, you know, around, around the same numbers. But my point is, there's no hiding the salami in this in this operation, right? Hey, this is what we're doing. Here's what you need to do to make, you know, here's what the, the weekly nut is to be able to keep the lights on. And so when you give them that information, now they know where they have to go to take it to the next level. If they really want to earn a, a bigger quarterly bonus, they know what they have to do. Okay, you're not there. You don't see what's coming going on. You don't see a parts delay. You don't see a customer with a frustrated face. You don't see the weather. You don't. And that's what people say. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I got to be there. It's the pulse of the business. I got to see, feel, touch, watch. And you've overcome that. Yeah. Cameras, anything to help you see what's going on? We have both shops have our camera inside and out. Okay. But really, you don't look at them for secure. No. Yeah. Or for security purposes. Yeah. You know, we look at them if there's an incident, you know, like a, a car gets broken into outside on the street in Chicago, which is kind of common in none of our cars, but I don't monitor the cameras. I don't need to. Are you built different than the person that says I can't? I don't think so. I can't remember saying I can't. It's been a long, long time since I said I can't. I'll just give you a physical example. All right. I recently, and which I'm going to thank you guys 
you donate to this. I'm doing 3,000 push-ups for St. Jude's Hospital sure. in the month of November. Yeah. I started this fundraiser, it's on Facebook. And one of my things is, I have my 19-year-old son is in the army and he's going, he's working to get to ranger school. And, and to be, one of the qualifiers is, you have to be able to do 49 unbroken push-ups. I think it's in the, the time limit, but you can't stop. And full push-ups, lock out to chest on the floor. So I said, you know what? I like doing push-ups anyway. I'm going to do this challenge. I'm going to raise a bunch of money. And I want to get to that, that ranger standard because he's working on it. We're very competitive in my family, right? But it's a good kind of competition. That's another thing. I always want to show my kids that you're not limited by your age, by you know what, how well you did in school or whatever. There's all kinds of different metrics, all ways you can excel. So I like throwing the throwing the uh, the challenges out to them. So that's the small reason why I did the push up challenge. But it's part of it, you know. So I'm like, hey, I'll try anything. And he broke the code when we were <laughs> chatting about it, Tracy. You remember? I says I could never do this, and Tracy said I could never do this. And he goes, get the stairway, right? <laughs> oh, you, you broke the code. I never thought to get you know to yeah. use the stairs the incline of the stairs yeah. to slowly get you and then you keep working down every step yeah and yeah. keep building yourself up yeah free yeah. free advice yeah. guys let's get this going incremental improvement yeah. incremental improvement yeah, is the key Hey, uh, thanks for taking, I know you're busy here at Apex. Thanks for coming in here and talking about letting yourself go and, you know, yeah. get yourself out of the business and, and the power of branding, which I think you do so well. Thanks. Andy Bizum, Midwest Performance Cars. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.